News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the Bar of Ireland is hosting an event later today to discussing cyberbullying and the practical steps that can be taken to combat it. Alex Cooney, Chief Executive of Cyber Safe Kids. What recourse is available to parents whose kids are experiencing some form of cyberbullying? So um, from a legal perspective, we've got the, the Non-Fatal Offences Against the Person Act, um, where if, if, a, if a child has been repeatedly targeted, um, there may be recourse that they can take through this piece of legislation. Uh, but I believe that it's it's quite vague and it isn't clear how many incidents constitute um, persistence. Um, they've all, then more recently, we have the, harm, the Harassment, Harmful Communications and Related Offences Act, which is more commonly referred to as COCO's Law, which relates to the sharing of intimate images online. So it really depends on the nature of uh, the incident that's occurred in terms of the legislation. I mean, obviously, if it involves uh, the sharing of, of sexual images of a child, uh, then the piece of legislation that would be relevant would be the Child Trafficking and Pornography Act. Okay, I, I presume in most cases, or maybe I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, in most cases of cyberbullying, people are not looking for legal recourse. No, I think in, in most cases, it's something that, uh, for example, the school might try to handle. They will all have cyberbullying policies. They will all have steps that they take. So if it involves children in the child's peer group in school, um, then in, in most cases, the parents will approach the school to discuss how best to address it and, and hopefully involve the other the parents and children uh, in this particular case. OK, what are the key things parents should look out for? Because I, I I'm just remember when I was a kid, if I was getting hassle at school or whatever, I, I didn't tell my parents about it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, in, in terms of things to look out for, it'd be changes in, in behavior. I mean, that usually indicates something is wrong. Maybe the child's more with, withdrawn, uh, particularly around uh, the use of technology. So if they've just come off the device or if they seem sad or upset in any way um, when they're looking at the screen or if they seem um, you know, reluctant to talk about uh, whatever's going on or for, you, for the parent to see what's going on on the screen. Uh, so I would, I think it's really important to keep an eye. I mean, we would say this anyway, um, but certainly if, if you see changes in behavior, uh, we, we are concerned that children don't always say. So we, we survey this, uh, we, we survey eight to 12 year olds. And in our data from the last academic year, we found that 28% of them had uh, an experience of one or more forms of bullying. And in, uh, in a, th- a third of those children didn't actually tell anyone about it. They kept it to themselves. Uh, so that is a real problem because obviously you want to be able to support a child, intervene and, and ensure that it, it's, this situation stops. Are schools, I mean, you, you do hear anecdotal stories of schools not reacting well, but in, in the main, in general, do they, do they deal with cyberbullying complaints well, do you think? I think there hasn't always been the consistency that we'd want to see. Now, obviously, last year we have a new uh, action plan on bullying, Canaltus. Um, so we hope to see that overall standard coming up and that kind of more consistent approach because obviously it is really important to be proactive and to get on top of it and have very clear. Because where we have seen schools come on board, we had a case last year uh, involving a number of children who were starting in first year and the bullying had happened over the summer online and it was pretty awful it had, had been so before they pretty, even go into school i mean that yeah, must and be they, just that must be awful for those kids oh terrible and actually the it did sort of in, one child was being targeted because of the color of his hair i think another child stepped in 
Um, I think bad language was being used, but it got very, very aggressive, uh, very sexualized language. And these were 12 and 13 year old uh, children. But in this case, the school stepped in quickly. So the parents uh, alerted, of one of the children alerted the school. So even though these children hadn't yet come in, they were right on it. So letters went out to all the parents. They said, this is not behavior that we we would tolerate in in our school environment. Um, uh, But parents of the kind of key children involved were brought in. It was discussed. Uh, I think everyone did take responsibility, which is really important. That doesn't always happen. Um, and and it was uh, addressed quickly, and uh, and the parents um, were happy with with, this, with the school's response. Which is but good I to ha- hear. Sorry, go on. Which please. is great to hear, but I don't always hear such positive. Uh, I was know, going I to ask you: do, yeah. you, do you have a do you have a contrasting story of a school not, and obviously don't mention the school, but of a, a school not dealing with it well? Yeah, I do. Of of where there's inconsistent advice, or the worst thing is when when there's a sort of denial that no, well, that wasn't my child, or or you know, and the children consistently saying there was a case of you know somebody setting up a fake account and and uh, a child being bullied through that and. It can be very difficult if if um, perpetrators just say, "Oh well, no, somebody must have hacked into my account and set that up because it wasn't me." And the parents were saying, "No, no, definitely wasn't my child." It can be very, very difficult in those cases. And everybody else saying, "Well, no, it really was. That's how it happened." You know, so it. I think that kind of ownership of what's happened is important, um, but trying to get the full story and and what actually happened to make sure there's no other n- dynamics. You know, none of these things are straightforward. But what we do want to see is that the schools are addressing it in a proactive, clear way and then they've got steps and that everybody's clear okay. of, of the steps involved. Alex Cooney, Chief Executive of Cyber Safe Kids. Thank you indeed for that insight. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.